welcome back to the Evil and Eerie podcast. Why are you laughing at me? <laughs> I, I like to do a little pause. <laughs> I like to do a little pause so I can insert the music. That's fine. Did you Amazing. listen to it? No, uh, I haven't listened. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're already off to a very bad start here. So I am with a new co-host, number three, Michelle. She's also our social media manager. All those posts you've been seeing, don't talk yet. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) She is, all those posts you've been seeing on Instagram, they have been through her. Uh, Now you can talk. Thank you for this opportunity. Because I don't know what else to say. Hi, Michelle. Uh, We met at work, and I like to say that it was either befriend her or die. Because she was terrifying so i befriended quickly and we became allies in the face of terrible people before escape rooms got cool so we worked there when it was are you sure and haunted (laughs) yes and uh we are going to talk about our experiences because they were not only scary but funny that's the next episode yes that is the next episode (laughs) and we we will do a little another Yeah, so the only thing I'll add on to that for now is the first day I walked in there, I saw the despair in her eyes. (laughs) And and why didn't you walk away? You were just like, sign me up for this sadness. Uh, You know. Well, I think we discussed if there was a zombie invasion, what would be our exit route? We were on the same page, so that was reassuring. We had that conversation? Yes. When? Remind me. Um... (laughs) Actually, a couple times, but regardless, we were just like, you know, we, we gotta like leave here. Like, we can't be here. We weren't gonna be trapped. <laughs> we weren't gonna be trapped there. So, I feel like the zombies would have been the least of our worries sticking around there. And well, then... exactly. It was like, you know, you can hide and you can jump out the window, and that's an easy one. You'll just glide. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I had to pick a window to jump out of, it would be the one facing CVS. Because yeah, there's no the survival. <laughs> no, that's the easy one. <laughs> what do you mean? You can, you can leap from there. You can? Yeah, you why think not? So? Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess we'll have, we'll have to try it. Yeah, we'll have to give you out. like a, a map in the next episode. But... I guess they have no <clears> idea how many stories we're at, so... Yeah, we'll have to describe it. But (laughs) (laughs) so, yeah, that's going to be an exciting one. But unfortunately, you have to get through this one first. No, I'm kidding. It's going to be fun. Um, (laughs) So anyways, yeah, Michelle works as a um, marketing. That was your other one. (laughs) Currently, criminal defense paralegal. Oh, so this episode's perfect for you. Yeah, I, I listen to the fun stuff. Give us a fun fact about yourself before we dive in. Will they? No. What? Will they? Who? That was not an answer to the question. <laughs> <Me? laughs> I just said give us a fun Are fact you about yourself. Yeah, audience, everybody that's listening right now, DM us a fun fact about yourself and we'll read it in the next episode. <laughs> you, you dumbass. <laughs> Give us the funniest fact that you could, that you could, um, that you could supply. The funniest? Yeah. <laughs> or something scary that happened to you. 
<laughs> I got run over by a deer and hit by a dumb bitch in New Britain recently, so I don't know what else compares to experiences lately. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that. Uh, she once <laughs> scolded a customer <laughs> for telling her that there was no hand sanitizer left. <laughs> Michelle's the straight up bitch. Wow. So Harsh words. you are I going accept. to hear. Uh, yes. So you're going to hear some brutal honesty on her part. A lot of insulting. So if you can't take it, continue to listen because you'll be entertained. <laughs> You can listen, hear about the ladies' fruit and flower mission that you keep writing the posts about. <laughs> well, I have looked into it, so I know what it's about. Oh, good. Are you going to join it? I'm already a part of it. <laughs> Obviously. Well, then you can deliver yourself fruit and flowers for the injury you're about to. You see my lemon? <laughs> oh, God. Have you ever seen the lemon tree video? No. <laughs> so there's this there was this video on YouTube and you can watch it. And basically it's the precursor to porn. Excuse me? <laughs> it's a porn video. It's called the lemon tree. And it's a, a woman dressed in very risque clothing, stealing lemons and putting them into her boobs. Mm -hmm. <laughs> her, not her boobs, her shirt. Sure. Where and uh, in a backyard. <laughs> and she's just stuffing lemons into Excuse her shirt. Me? And then the, I guess there's a couple and they go, oh my God, look at that whore. She's stealing our lemons. And then I guess it leads into porn, but you don't watch that part on YouTube, obviously. So you just watch the beginning is on YouTube. Yep. Well, I'm sure the whole thing is on but then the they porn sites. But then they to go somewhere else or no, they just, they just leave you. They just they're leave like, you because the they're not allowed to on YouTube. Where did the lemons go? <laughs> did they make lemon piccata? <laughs> Did they make lemon cheesecake? What no do you think? No. What do you think they did? After? I would like to think that they cooked a recipe. <laughs> Unless they have an oven in their bedroom, I don't think so. You don't know who. I didn't want to watch it. Are with their uh, I thought you were going to say. Listen. But they have a lot of lemons. Don't you want to follow the journey of the lemons? <laughs> No. 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. But you should watch it sometime. I, no, I'm I do like lemons, though. <laughs> I'm just going to stop talking about this now because I feel like it's going to get a little bit too, too dirty. How did we get on this topic? Oh, the I ladies' fruit and flower mission. Who the hell are you talking to? <laughs> I just see her yelling in a bag from the Aldi. <laughs> My dog was itching himself. I had to get him to stop. <laughs> Is he in the bag? Because you, you were like pointing inside of it. Um. What? But, no, I. We got bowls from Chipotle. We got a sad amount of chips. But a whole lot of queso. We got a lot of queso. Some very unacceptable. And we got some other gifts too. We got an gifts. apple juice and a fruit that I can't deter. It I might can't be determine. an orange, but it's not. Upon first glance, it looks like an orange, but it could be a clementine or a tangerine. I don't know what the latter two look like, except that they're little and orange. And it's in a little container. And we didn't order 
this fruit. No, you know why? Because Lizzie Borden put it in there. I don't trust it. It's I from the Ladies Fruit it. and Flower Mission. I didn't why else? It. Why else would it be in there? They knew we were doing the podcast today. Lizzie said, "I'm, you know, glad you mentioned me." She gave us a little gift. They're just everywhere. This was at breakfast the day she killed her parents. Yeah, it could have been. I don't think we should eat it. I mean, were you planning on? No. No, I wasn't either. That's disgusting. I don't know where it's been. I, no. I'm going to have the it's apple juice, though. They have oranges. I'm going to have the apple juice, though. But I know that there's no competition for that. That one's available. So real quick, just yes. as I'm perusing the internet, I'd like to share two major headlines that popped up. Who knows if they're real? First, gambling granny shoots husband dead, then kills a stranger <laughs> to steal her identity. Next up, man kills his wife and walks into police station holding her severed head. There's, there's pictures of both. I don't know if they're real pictures, but they're they're there. They're on the internet. Well, dang. Would you believe it? I don't know. I, I mean, what site are we seeing these on? Wow, she does I'm not look bad for a granny. Um, no, that second one is definitely just a film set. Love that. I don't think either of those are real. Well... Let us know in the comments if you think that either of those news articles are real. You all need to start commenting more on the posts. Or else. Because or we else put Lizzie's things. going to send you fruit. <laughs> you never know when you're going to get an fruit apple Fruit from juice. the 1800s. You all need to start commenting more because we put posts up that say, comment, give us your stories, comment what you, you think. You story, though. What? You did get a story, though. I, did, I actually got another story, too. Somebody else DM'd me. Good question. Good question. Maybe we'll do that in the next one. So, I didn't read them yet, so it is going to be a genuine surprise. And we want to talk about some conspiracy theories, so let us know that we have stuff to talk about. Yep. We have a lot of conspiracy theories that we like, but we want to know what you're interested in, because we could talk all day. Yeah, so... <laughs> Download, follow us on all of our socials. Instagram is at Evil and Eerie. Podcast Twitter is at Evil Eerie Podcast, but we don't tweet as much. Oh, as I actually. could do that too. Oh, that's a part of your package. <laughs> if there's food involved, then yes. Sure, we are also going to be on YouTube shortly, and by shortly, I mean we should already be on YouTube by the day this episode airs, and we will be uploading all of the podcast episodes that have already been released. We will also do other weekly shows. Other series, we might do a comedy one. We might do some other stuff. Um, we are going to have different content so that you can see our faces and get to know us better. So you'll see new clips, new shows, exclusive YouTube stuff, comedy series, advice shows, whatever you want to see, let us know. And we're doing a Patreon soon, which you all better subscribe to. The fun fund. We also recently announced that we're going to be doing merch designed by our awesome team of designers, Kate. Shout out to Kate and Michelle, who will also be designing some stuff if she wants, if she feels like it. And yep. buy our merch when it comes out. We will make plenty of announcements about it. We have shirts, hoodies, hats, and we're also going to have some other stuff on the Patreon, like special video chats. Ooh, wow, that you can that get with the cast, mysterious. with the hosts, and uh, other things. Other Sandwiches. fun stuff that will be... I don't know about that one. But other fun stuff that we will be doing. So stay tuned 
for all of that. Listen to all of our episodes on Podbean and Apple Podcasts, if you haven't already, and download. Now, without further ado, we're talking about Amy Mullis, who on the last episode I accidentally called Amy Murris. <laughs> this is why we're redoing this one? There's, there's no, I mean on the... <laughs> On the last episode oh, before wow. that when I was advertising. And I'm not cutting it out. So, sorry, Amy. She's dead. She won't care. She might. <laughs> Why did you point at the orange? Maybe she gave you that orange. Maybe it's a poisoned orange. She would have given me corn. She hasn't. Someone has in their bowl right now. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know why. I just got a picture of you. Smiling, holding the corn. <laughs> you ever held a corn rake? <laughs> They're big. They're nothing to joke about. So Amy Mullis, for those of you who don't know, was a 38-year-old woman who passed away in 2018 due to questionable circumstances. And by that, I mean that she was found with a corn rake in her back. And so we're just going to do a little background information. Like I said, she was a 38-year-old woman who was married to Todd Mullis. They lived in Delaware County, Iowa, and they had three kids. One was named Tristan. The other two, well, beats me. But he's the interesting one in this case. He was the eldest. They lived on a barn, and they raised pigs. And that's an important detail because on this day, they were waiting for a batch of piglets to be born. Little, what's the big day on the farm? What's the name of the character on Winnie the the Pooh, the Piglet? Piglet. Its name is Piglet. Yeah, isn't it? Oh, you're probably right. What's the? Is there another one named Pig? No. Like the, <laughs> all I know is Winnie the Pooh and Christopher Robin. <laughs> There's Eeyore. Oh, how could I forget Eeyore? And the kangaroo too. What? What a strange assortment of animals. That's why I don't watch Winnie the Pooh anymore. So. That's why. <laughs> Ugh, so, and he didn't wear pants. That's the other reason. Um, it's just living it up. On this fine morning, she was waiting for the piglets to arrive with her husband and her son, and they had some errands to run. And I believe it was at 9.30 in the morning when they had to prepare for this, for, you know, the, the immaculate conception. And he was... About to mow the lawn, but they were afraid that the cats were going to go out and get run over by the tractor. So he said, Amy, go get the cat carrier. And that was in a barn. And the barn that they were in was about a football field's length away. So about 100 yards. So she went on her way to this shed, which was the smallest one on their property, to get the cat carrier. And one hour later, she had still not gotten back. With the cat carrier. You ever seen a corn rake? Look at this thing. I'll have to post a picture of this later. That, I believe, is the exact one, right? Yes. I mean, it, uh, unless that's ketchup, but... This is disturbing. This is like a sharp object. Mm-hmm. So, the biggest... Well, there's several notable things that make this strange. So, first, you know, the corn rake has four prongs, but she had six puncture wounds. So, obviously, yep. she got hit by this thing twice so i mean there's there's a couple of different 
serious here, but it just to me seems very unclear what could have really happened given the proximity of where everyone was. Yeah. And just like, I don't know, the whole timeline is just really like strange, but. So yeah, the son was the one that found her and she was covered in blood. And I believe when they found her, she was still clinging on to life. Mm -hmm. Barely. And Todd and Tristan put her in the truck or the car or whatever, started bringing her to the ambulance. And that's, you know, there was a 911 call. And they were basically instructing Todd on how to try to keep her alive. Mm -hmm. That is when she basically died. So that failed. But, I mean, she did have the pitch, uh, the corn rake in her. So she really didn't have much of a fighting chance. Ideal. You're supposed to, like, leave that in when someone, someone's bleeding. You're not supposed to, like, take it out because then you bleed more. Yeah. So, you know, that wasn't very good thinking. But, you know, on top of it, so, you know, they had been having marital issues, which is essentially mm -hmm. why everyone pointed the blame at him right away. She was also having an affair that he knew about. So, you know, as far as suspects goes, there's her husband who is convicted for the murder, her, you know, lover, and then, you know, this 13-year-old son just running around not knowing what the heck is going on. So in the questioning, he said that he didn't know about the affair. He knew about the one because she, she had two affairs. She had one in 2013 that he knew about mm -hmm. and one in 2018 with Jerry, the farm manager. But he claimed during the interrogation that he did not know about that affair, which mm -hmm. they didn't believe. Yeah, right. They did not buy that. And if his text messages are to be believed and we'll go into the text messages, mm -hmm. he was texting about the fact that she was having an affair. Right. So we've got an inconsistency right there. Right. So... They did, on the documentary I watched, a bunch of interviews with her friends, and they all said she felt trapped in the marriage, he wouldn't let her leave, he kept tabs on her everywhere she went. They literally called him a stalker, like we were talking about earlier. The mm -hmm. stalkers, they're everywhere, even the ones you're married to. The stalkers are everywhere. So he kept tabs on her. She was planning to get divorced. There was a lot of things suspicious about the search history, but they could have been done. You know, the search history may have necessarily not been done by him. It could have been done by her, too, because they shared devices. Yes. They also had kids with, you know, these topics are very, you know, because some of the things on the search history were searches on the Aztecs on what would happen to, you know, cheating spouses uh, facts about cheating people. So it could have been one of the kids wondering if one of their parents was cheating or on the other. Or what if it was her guilt looking into, like, what's going to happen to me for cheating, you know? Maybe she was trying to figure out, like, are the Marins about to give me a poisoned orange in my Chipotle? Like, what's, <laughs> you know, like, maybe she thought that something bad was going to happen to her and she was trying to, like, you know. But then again, it could have been him. And she, she was thought... about to, you know, throw her in a ritual into a volcano and then had to settle for a corn rake because he works on a farm. She thought that the Bell Witch was going to come beat her in her sleep. And if you have not listened to the Bell Witch episode, you're really missing out because that one was funny. Did that one already get posted? I think it was... Tomorrow. Said, yeah, I'm like, that one is for yeah, tomorrow. Yeah, but when do you think this is coming out? Oh, you're... <laughs> Listen, I'm still in real time here. <laughs> I'm like, so listen I... to the Bell Witch episode. It came out this past Friday. 
which is tomorrow. The, six, the 18th. The 18th of June. And, you know, it really, we have a lot of ties in that, you know, the, the Bell Witch would beat the children, but then she'd deliver them all their fruit in the morning. So that's why we got an orange. Who's going to get beaten tonight? We don't know. So I do have another theory about the search history, which I'm going to go into later because it, it, it was really, you know, and it was said, almost too coincidental. Wasn't she, wasn't, there was like a search for a wedding dress. Oh, I didn't hear about that. Why would she? That's why it was strange because it seemed like both of them were searching for stuff like, you know, simultaneously. That yeah. was like weird. Like, you know. You shouldn't be searching for wedding dresses when you have not even divorced yet. <clears throat> yeah. Other people were saying, though, that... Todd was scary, he was cruel to the animals on the farm, but that him and the son, Tristan, were close. And so, in the documentary, they showed some of his support people that think he is innocent, and the people that did not think that he was innocent. And there was one, one woman was really weird, she was like, you know, oh, I... When I first saw him, I knew he was innocent, I kind of had a crush on him, it was weird, it was bizarre, not appropriate either. <laughs> No. But she made the Facebook page saying he was innocent and all that. Yes, that's because she she was hot for him. And there were other people that were just as bad saying, oh, you know, this and that. But, you know, nothing about the woman that cheated on her husband. This is going to sound horrible. <laughs> it's hard to have sympathy for Amy Mullis. Like, it's a shame that she died. And I don't wish death upon people that do that. But do that's what I'm saying. Like, do you think it was just really bad karma? Like, literally, like, she literally was just a bad person and something just bad happened to her. Because, uh, like, look at how narrow this barn is. How are you going to swing something into someone twice in this kind of a narrow space? And we'll post a picture of this, too, because you need the reference of the area that she was found in. It just unless they just... Like, unless she was near there and they kind of just pushed her in. <laughs> so here's another fun fact. They had 24-7 surveillance that was not running during the hour she was killed. Conveniently. Conveniently. And she did have surgery a couple days prior. She had outpatient, outpatient, outpatient surgery a couple days before. So she was feeling uneasy. She was feeling very loopy, very accident-prone. So we have two very feasible possibilities here. The cameras weren't recording, which definitely screams it was planned. Then again, she was not feeling very steady on her feet. Screaming, it was an accident. Very, you know, very hand-in-hand -hand right now. So like we said, there were a lot of interesting searches on what the Aztecs would do for cheating people, cheating spouse, fun facts. Organ placement was another one that was looked up. And another one was killing unfaithful women. Those were the those were just some of the Google searches that came up. People were split between the two. A lot of people thought that he was innocent. A lot of people thought that he was not. It was very kind of even. Well, yeah, because it just, it's one of those situations that... It just doesn't make any sense, you know? It's like, for him to get there, for him for him to get all the way to where she was without the son noticing was just like a timeline thing. And then it's like, okay, 
you know, all these weird searches. So like maybe he did have, maybe he did resent her, but it just, it seems like just really overall awkward timing that he's all of a sudden like, okay, I got my son here. I got these pigs on the way. Let me just run real quick and yeah. just kill my wife with a corn rake and then just run back really quick and then just like pretend like I had no idea and then like throw her over my son my son's lap and, and the, like it's just like all oh, the whole thing i mean i know people do just like lose their minds but like the yeah. whole thing just seems like very like not convenient like why didn't you just like kill her like when she was like you know i, I don't know yeah. I feel like there's like way better time so it just i don't know no and he definitely would have tried to cover it up yeah like he, and like yeah. he clearly was like i mean he called nine one one like right away and was like i don't know it's like he literally would have had to like be schizophrenic that's like the only like if he was had different personalities that yeah. I could see, and then to like but to become a track star all of a sudden to <laughs> run a football field lengths to this you know thing and then back without being you know I mean the son would have noticed if he was like out of breath or something yeah so which makes me think was it maybe one of these men that she was having an affair with that was like creeping around the farm that morning well I guess. Jerry was ruled out because he had an alibi. I think that should have been a little bit more closely examined. I mean, anyone can just say they were doing something. Yeah. And I I do have another theory that I'm about Jerry. Ooh, okay. So Tristan was the, you know, the witness since he was the one that discovered the body. And so they kind of went off, off of his word. And there is really no way that he could have done it. If Tristan's, if we, if he is to be believed. Right. And he said he was around him the whole time. He would not have had time to run, like you said, the football field length and no, back. That's not like a short distance. And you don't run to kill somebody and run back. Like, it's not like a, like, I got to get this done like in this window. Like, he's looking at his Apple Watch, like, ooh, got to get my steps in. Going to go kill my wife real quick. <laughs> BRB Tristan. Watch those little piglets, though. Unless, but the, I guess they were trying to say, the prosecution was trying to say that Tristan, because he did change his story a couple of times, which... I mean, who wouldn't at that age? Right, he's 13. Yeah. He's traumatized. He's, yeah, exactly. He just had his mother lame and bleeding now his, his lab. He's like, and oh. now his father might, you know, well, he, <laughs> not to spoil, but he is, you know, imprisoned. So. They put the corn, they literally just like put that shit out there. I know. And her family was there. That's Here horrible. It is. We'll put that image on the internet as well. We'll give you that. It's Iowa. I'm telling you it's Iowa. Sorry if you're listening from Iowa, but they, I just, I don't think they understand. If you're from Iowa, tell us how many corn rakes you have. <laughs> and if you would ever consider using it to slaughter someone. Does that seem like a practical murder weapon? Comment below. So, they, they, they thought that Tristan was basically protecting his father. Their, their story was a sham mm -hmm. and that he said he was around him so that he, the father would have an alibi. Mm -hmm. uh, he did go get a drink of water at some point, but that they both claimed only took a minute at most. So he would not have had time. Mm -hmm. So it makes, it makes, it makes no sense. I mean, yeah, maybe, maybe the son was you know, maybe obviously not in on it at first. I don't think that that would make sense. But maybe he was trying to just protect his father. And his dad was like, hey, like, you can't tell anyone that I was gone for that long. And the son was probably, like, you know, young and naive. And was like, okay, sure. 
I mean, I guess that I could see, but I feel like if he had even an inkling of an idea that his father had anything to do with it, that he, unless the kid didn't get along with the mother, maybe. that I don't know. Well, that's the thing. Like, what was the family dynamic? Like, maybe the kid didn't like her because there was one quote um, in this article saying that Todd and his son had learned of the affair and the two of them had grown closer because of the incident. Hmm. Interesting. Is that a recipe for murder? Don't know, but at least on the son's end. I'm... Like, just, you know, here's the thing. If you don't like your spouse, just leave them. Like, you know, yeah. but I guess, I mean, I'm sure that farm is probably worth a lot. And It's also harder when you have kids involved. Yeah, but I don't. Because I the just... second you leave, you know, the spouse is probably going to get I feel like murdering custody. them just isn't really the right answer in that scenario. No, There's no. Like, you know, a whole lot of. Oh, no, I was saying the, for the leave your spouse part, it's harder when oh, you have yeah, kids. Yeah, of course. But, you I know, wasn't saying the murder. A grisly murder versus, like, you know, just an awkward divorce. I don't know. Yeah. I guess in the moment, one might feel easier, but I don't think that's the right route to go. Not at all. <laughs> and so I thought this, this case was just horribly done. It really was. They rushed it. Yeah. Well, like the prosecution, said, in my opinion, his defense sucked. Yeah. Because even even with the defense, fun fact, the defense was trying to argue that it was not an accident. So they they even thought that it was murder. They just didn't think well, that. Well. They just didn't. Well. <laughs> they were like, yeah. Wow, what a great attorney. You it was, yeah, it was some old dude that really didn't. So they didn't think it was Todd, but they thought it was murder. Which I think they didn't have a strong enough argument for anybody else being the murderer which i think they could have made if they'd done a little more work and the prosecution they weren't strong either they should by no means have won because the prosecution also sucked right. well they, they just didn't really have any compelling evidence and that's why it's still it just no doesn't not make at all sense, which i mean he's in jail and it is what it is but it's just like you know to not know what truly happened it's like you know like what and so here's so the 911 call, because they put it on the documentary, they put that and the trial on the documentary. And so I, I was torn because the 911 call kind of sounded convincing that he was he was genuinely, you know, in a pinch. The trial, it seemed like he was putting on a little bit of an act. Well, of course, that's because he's in front of people, yeah. a lot more nervous. And if he has an undiagnosed mental illness that, you know, triggered this to happen, then he could really have two different personalities and he could have just like killed her. That, you know, personality switches off and then all of a sudden he's hysterical because he found his wife. Yeah. But, you know. They I, probably didn't even entertain that because, and to that, that's just, that's shameful. <laughs> they didn't really look into any of that. Yeah, it's just not, not fair to her. Like, you know. And so here's, here was the really interesting, in the video, the 911 call, they said, I guess, near the end of the trial, the prosecution came forward with what they thought was him mumbling underneath his breath saying, go to hell and go to hell cheating whore. And his reaction it, in court, he's just like, what? Like, he's like, I, I it know. literally, it sounded nothing like that. It, it was very clearly yeah. edited. 
even with the editing, it did not sound, it sounded like he was saying, she's cold, she's cold, over and over again. Yeah. It did not by any means say that. The jury believed it. They were completely duped. What's the problem with jury trials? You can convince jury, you can convince your fellow jury members of anything. It was literally just the fact that the prosecuting attorney was this, I mean, her argument wasn't that strong. I, I didn't really think she was a great prosecuting attorney. It's just the fact that the defense was worse. Mm-hmm. Is he, he like, he did not hire a good defense attorney. That was what did him in. But we have people, you know, in the court, they're playing it. And they're saying, oh, you know, can you hear that? He's saying, go to hell, go to hell, cheating horror. It, it, to me, for anybody to believe that, just <laughs> foolish. Yeah, I mean, that's one of those things that you can convince people to hear something if you, like, point it out to them, you know? But in this case, yeah. yeah. I didn't I didn't hear it, but also his reaction to it was just like, I don't know, his reactions to everything just freaked me out. He was like a freaky dude. They were, like, a little too calm, I like, feel like. no wonder... Like, like, that's why I kind of had a a little bit of hesitancy when I saw the trial. Mm-hmm. He was answering everything. I feel like he had no emotion on his well, face. Like, he, Norman Bates. I also think about, at that point, by the time, just a little bit of law background for y'all. By the time you get to a trial, you've had to go through so many interviews of the same exact questions. Mm-hmm. So you literally, you're meeting with multiple attorneys. You're answering a set of questions that are standard sets of questions. Then you're going to the other attorney and you're answering the same things. Then you're doing the deposition, which is literally the same questions over and over again that they're going to ask you in the trial. Then you prepare for the trial by answering the same questions. And by the time you get to the trial, it's pretty much scripted because you've had to answer the same things so yeah. many times because they're trying to catch you up on a lie. So by the time like you're there, it's like, okay. like. Well, is that different because this was new evidence they brought up on that day? Well, that's what, I mean, his reaction is just like, I mean, he's very just like, what? Like He like, was I like, I, so I, we both are in agreement that we don't think he did it, but he was a weird guy. Yeah. Like he wasn't like somebody, I, you know, I like, I totally feel bad for because he was, he was but pretty maybe strange. he did do it. I don't know. Who he could have. Who searches killing unfaithful women for funsies? So. The Aztec tribe one really gets me. Like. Do you know how yeah, they used to ch- tout to kill cheating wives in Aztec tribes? Maybe that's why he used the corn rake because they used to use like torture and like crazy. They'd stuff. make you sit with Lizzie Borton in a room <laughs> with her fruit and flowers. So I don't know, maybe, maybe. and her hatchet, maybe. and then the bell witch would come in and finish the job. <laughs> the perfect murder with Jean Harlow in there too, but every all of them. But here's the thing. Why would he have said, then this is what the defense tried to say. He was on a 911 call. Why would he be saying go to hell and go to hell cheating whore on a 911 call? If he was, and his son was in the car with him. Well, yeah. I mean, he like literally threw his wife over his poor son. She's like bleeding everywhere. He's panicking. He calls mm-hmm. 911 immediately, which is the appropriate reaction. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was obviously, and that's why I think maybe there is something like he could have multiple personalities. And I think that's, knows. I think that's more a plausible explanation than what they came up <laughs> what the, literally what the, the verdict was. Yeah. Uh, originally. Okay. So I, I've had, I've had three theories for this. I'm just going to lay this out. So the way that it's saying she's basically, she's trying to get this cat carrier. She's having dizzy spells. 
there's corn rake. Maybe it's like hanging on the wall or something because it's this thing. She doesn't have enough space to around, so she falls on it. She's freaking out because she's impaled by a corn rake, so she somehow gets it out, but she's still busy, so she falls on it again. Mm -hmm. Just a possibility. Second one, this guy clearly has multiple personalities and snaps and kills her and runs back and somehow gets the sun to cover it up. Or there's a mystery murderer. I 100% am convinced that the farm manager killed her. The problem is, what motive would he have? Maybe he was just sick of all their shit. That could that could be. That could be. Maybe he's crazy. Everyone's he, crazy. Uh, yeah, no, he Maybe could. Maybe he was on PCP. And he was, even, he was an even bigger creep than Todd was. Because they put him really? on the stand in the documentary, in too. In what way? Tell me more. He was just... He was your, your classic pedophile-looking, you know... And he, the way, like, he was, I felt bad for Todd because he was describing their sexual escapades in the courtroom, mm-hmm. which I'm sure Todd loved hearing. Ugh. Yeah. Interesting. Why would you, like, how would you feel comfortable talking about that? Like. Yeah. That's not relevant. Well, yeah, they asked him. Oh. And but, he's just like, let me tell you everything. Oh, yeah. So. I don't know. I don't trust him. I I do think that someone else killed her. That is my that's my like final theory. I don't think it was. I think she was murdered, but I I don't think it like was by time. Someone like was on the property, like scoping out the situation of the day, saw her alone, and just used that opportunity because she and, clearly yeah. was an annoying person. So the farm she she had to have been. She had to have been, and she or for all we know, she could have ended the affair too. And he yeah. would have access. He was the farm manager. He would have access to the cameras. Mm-hmm. He oh, would have known true. where everything was. Mm-hmm. To, for me, uh, in my opinion, unless his alibi was rock solid, we don't know that. Which it didn't for, seem like they investigated any of these side theories very well because they were so no. focused on blaming Todd that they didn't look into any other possibilities. They were just like, oh, yeah. he searched these. And also, what if someone else had gotten a hold of one of their iPads and searched these things and none of them knew it? You know, it's like, it's just, I mean, it's just yeah. a search history. And the fact, okay, so Casey Anthony, and that's the search history didn't convict her. So why is the search history for this case convicting him? Yeah. You know, that's... It didn't convict Lizzie Borden either. Well, I don't think she had... <laughs> I don't think she was... The on, library cards. she was on her iPad. The library cards didn't convict her. No, but I was going to say... I, I mean, could it be a possibility that someone on the prosecution got access or in the somebody in the police department or something like that who was not doing their job <laughs> legally could have put that in? Well, listen, it's, if we're going to get real about that, in, the, in those small kinds of towns, I mean, again, uh, sorry if you're from Iowa, but those like town, those, those, uh, it's all corrupt. Those states out there are all sketchy because, like, that whole making a murder thing, like, clearly the police were all in on it and there was planting of evidence and there was all this stuff. And it's like, when you're from this, like, small little, like, barn town, like, how can you actually trust your law enforcement? Yeah. Because they're all tight with each other and maybe they just. Oh, uh, law enforcement covers. Same with the gov- maybe, government, maybe law they enforcement. They wanted his barn. Maybe they were like, oh, this is obviously they have a, this yeah. huge, really nice barn. And they're like, oh, we can put him in jail and then confiscate the barn. Yeah, there had to have been some sweetener in the pot. (laughs) No, literally the government, law enforcement, the media, they literally never to be trusted. Always do your own research. 
and all that. They edit things, they manipulate, they change everything to fit their wants and needs. Their agenda. Exactly. Why was there no lie detector test also? But they're in Iowa. <laughs> that, they you know, were, they another were, thing they should have done. They were probably like, can you eat this ear of corn? If yes, then you're not a liar. <laughs> and I, I've, they literally had so many people going up to the stand, friends of Amy, talking about how horrible Todd was and how they all mentioned how Amy said, oh, if I find out, if he finds out about the affair, I'm going to die. I'm going to disappear. And to me, that, that just sounded like they were told to say that, basically. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, they all seem to have a very similar opinion and similar things to say. And I mean, if Amy really believed that her life was in peril, why didn't she leave him before? Right. So... Well. She had to get the piglets. Well, you know what she could have... Now she's up collecting tangerines with Lizzie Borden and the Bell Witch. So I hope she's happy. So Amy Mullis, we hope you enjoyed our our coverage of your... It says Amy was murdered, but not by Todd. Are you going to suggest someone else? Or are you just going to yeah, they literally, leave that corn rake around? That's what the defense was horrible. And hope that someone gives a response. Like... The, <laughs> Would anyone like to raise their hand and admit it? No, I guess we're just going to look at this corn rake for a while. <laughs> oh, my God. And the kid said that the, his father was out of his sight for no more than a minute and 40 seconds. Yeah. Not the... I mean, he admitted his time estimate was not correct, but still as a 13-year-old, like... And, okay, if she were still alive when they found her, like, if she was barely alive, it, I'm guessing it happened at the tail end of the hour. So, uh, I, don't know. I, I just, to me, Jerry, the farm manager, we, in my opinion, you killed her. Well, I... Unless you didn't do it. <laughs> then I take that back. So yeah, I'm not really that sorry. They were having an affair. <laughs> well, what, what, do you, what does everyone else think? We yeah, let know. us know what you think. Please. It's a strange one. <laughs> comment. What? I thought you were going to start yelling no, at the bag again. No, my, <laughs> my dog just carried a stuffed llama and I wasn't expecting <laughs> it to touch my foot. <laughs> so yeah, let us know what you think. DM us. You know, we, we would love to talk to all of you. So please DM us, comment, share your stories with us. We want to get involved. We hit 2K followers. We're at 2,000, almost at 2,100, which is good, but we can do better. Tell us about your corn rakes. Tell us about your corn rakes, your scary stories, your everything. Tell us what you want to hear. Give us suggestions. Give us stuff to use. Rate and review us. Download, follow us on everything. Buy our merch. Join our Patreon when it opens. You just, you guys have a bunch of homework to do. And on the next episode, we are going to be talking about, we're going to venture off into something a little bit more weird. A little bit, a little bit. I, we are going to talk about... Some spooky people and some spooky ghosts and some spooky yes goats. some some spooky clowns. goats. Go I was gonna say ghosts again. Some clowns. Oh, I forgot about the clowns and some weird people. So the next episode, basically to sum that up, we're gonna talk about where we used to work, which was an escape room in our home state. 
<laughs> and which is Iowa, obviously. <laughs> oh Lord! Have I shown you my corn rakes? Would you like to go see them? They're in a shed about a, a football field away from here. <laughs> Did you uh, recently use it to um, to beat down uh, a hoe? Listen, Gigi was with me the whole time. <laughs> Nothing happened. Lizzie was with me the whole time. So she can vouch yeah, she for me. She brought you some fruit. Yeah, she did. And so we're going to talk about where we used to work and the horror story. Because it was, it was a scary and creepy place. A lot of weird occurrences. A lot of old history behind it. But there were also just a lot of weird people. It was really just the creepy people it, that we had to work with, interact with, yeah. communicate with. And the customers. That's I know. That's oh, I thought... <laughs> I thought you just met the staff. Well, because that's a whole other. Everything there was just not it. <laughs> and we're gonna dive into that and kind of maybe hopefully come up with the long answer to the like you know long winding question we've been asking of why we stayed there. And but it's also gonna be really funny. There are a lot of a lot of laughs you're gonna have probably at us, not with us, but. As it should be. And Our so, life is just a comedy for everyone to enjoy. Rest in peace. We're going to get some merchandising. You all better buy it. We're not going to make those shirts for nothing. So you better... <laughs> in the shirts for nothing. Then we're going to deliver them to everyone we mentioned in the next episode. We're close to one of those people right now. We might have to get a... A small one. <laughs> too uh so anyway thank you for thank you for listening buy our merch we'll have more announcements on it and check out we should have youtube videos up by now if we don't come hunt us down and give us the amy mullis treatment <laughs> bye. goodbye goodbye